Welcome to Camp Glory's Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this week's encouraging message by Pastor Sam Fine. For more information, please visit kingofglorycc.com. Walking in His presence is, is what gives me purpose. It's what gives me identity. It's what gives me encouragement. It's what strengthens me. But when I lose the sense of his presence in my life, there's one thing that happens. And that is that you forget who you are. And you can easily lose your way. You forget who you are and whose you are. Amen. And being aware and staying connected to him is paramount for our own success, advancement, and impact in this world as we live. You know, I, I'm, I'm just so aware of the fact that, you know, there's a, a lot of times that, you know, we all are running hard. And there's a lot of activity going on. And there's times you got to stop and just look under the hood and make sure your engine's running properly. You got to make sure that you're hitting on all cylinders and that, that you're just not going through the motions hoping that you're going to make it through the day. You know, the scripture says that Jesus said, apart from me, you can do absolutely nothing. So the reality is staying connected, staying close to him is paramount. Ephesians 5.18 gives us really a foundation for how we are to operate and live as a Christian. Paul says to be filled with the Spirit. And this word filled... I want you to understand what it means. It, it suggests two images. And the first image is the container of a substance that's being filled. That's the first meaning of this word. The second meaning or image that is created is that it's filling a sail with wind. Filling a sail with wind. Ephesians 5.18 says this, And do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. And then Paul says in Galatians 5.16, he said, But I say to you, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. Other versions say, be led by the Spirit. I love what the, the Passion Translation says. As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. Doesn't that sound good? You will abandon the cravings of your self-life. John 3.8 says this, The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it is going. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. 
You know, it's interesting that uh, the word wind in both the Hebrew and the Greek both mean spirit. Real simple. And in that, as we understand that when we are in God's presence and we're close and we're intimate with his spirit, the wind of God's spirit is going to blow you where he wants you to go and not where you want to go. You are to be yielded and led by the spirit of the living God in our own personal lives. You know, although, you know, each day, you know, we might try to organize our day and our things to do list and all the things that we want to get accomplished. There's an aspect of our lives that's not natural because we're spiritual beings and God's spirit dwells within us. And if he chooses to move in a direction and, and, and to go do something that he wants to get your attention about, we cannot quench this Holy Spirit. We've got to be yielding and, and, and ready and able to go where he wants to go. So our lives are to be led by the Holy Spirit going where he wants to go and, and going and doing what he wants to do. You know, um, when, when life gets tough, um, do you try uh, to use a little more effort to get things done in your life? Well, at times I do. You know, when there's challenging situations going on in your lives, do we apply more effort and strength into getting things done? You know, when challenges come and hit us, as, as a believer, the truth is, you were created to be a sailboat and not a rowboat. Let me understand, let me explain. What does scripture say about being filled? Being filled with the Spirit is like a sail being filled with the wind of the Spirit. I have been in many rowboats and I have been in many sailboats over the years. And trust me, a sailboat is so much more fun than a rowboat. It is. There's a lot of effort to a rowboat. Have you ever been in a rowboat and just had to keep rowing and rowing? I've been on the boat offshore when the, when, the, uh, when the motors went out. And sure enough, we had to start getting the old paddles out and start rowing. There's such effort to rowing. But when it comes to sailing, it is a beautiful thing to watch. At, at Riceville Beach, you know, where we used to live, just to look at the beautiful sailboats down the intercoastal waterway that would, they would fill up their sails and they would just go on down Banks Channel and then go out into the ocean. I mean, it is, it's just beautiful. It's, it's effortless. When, when the wind of the Spirit, well, when the wind fills the, fills the sail, just watching them glide on top of the water and just, it would just, it's just a beautiful thing to watch. But the Christian life is not to be about a problem-driven thing. It is not to be pressure-driven. It is not to be performance-driven. Our lives are to be presence-driven. Yes. We're to be led by the Spirit. And that is the hallmark characteristic of any Christian. We are not our own. Paul says, 
I don't live anymore. But he who lives in me lives his life through me. And I put my faith and trust in him. So our lives are to be present driven. So we must each day, even more than once, hoist our sails and be filled with the Holy Spirit. To be filled with the fullness of the loving presence of God. To be aware of the fact that your life each day is to be connected to him, flowing with him. You know, I, I find myself on a regular basis throughout a day, more and more, probably hour by hour, having to do a heart check. And I have to make sure, Lord, am I, am I in your presence right now? Am I abiding more in the problem or in the presence? Am I abiding more in, 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 in the perseverance of just trying to get things done? Or am I abiding in you and being led by you? Because throughout the day when things hit, I mean, come on. How many things do you get hit with a day that are sounding the alarm that you've got to give all your attention to it? And then all of a sudden, you set your focus on it. Hours go by. You begin to even to worry, get concerned, anxious. And, and in that, it begins to erode the disconnection that we have with God's presence that dwells within us. And so in that, we've got to stop throughout the day, every hour, and do a heart check. Lord, are, are you there? You know, it's your presence within my life leading me and guiding me. But once we sense there's the disconnect, we got to make sure we make every effort to get reconnected. Lord Jesus, forgive me for worrying about not having enough money to pay my bills. Lord, I just praise you and thank you. You know, just saying the name of Jesus begins to reconnect your heart with the one you love. Beginning to tell him how much you love him begins to cultivate the loving presence within your heart. Our relationship with Jesus is paramount. It's not what we do. It's who we are in him. And in that, we are children of God that are to walk with him hand in hand throughout the day. Bill Johnson says this, one of the greatest privileges in life is to learn to be a person that God will rest upon. He already lives in every born-again believer, but he doesn't rest upon all of us. One way that Bill likes to say this, he says, He's in me for my sake, but he's upon me for your sake. And when he's upon us, it especially changes others around us. It even changes the atmosphere around us when he is upon us. You know, Jesus modeled this lifestyle in the story of his baptism. You know, when Jesus was uh, baptized, the heavens were open. The Father spoke, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And the dove descends down and remains on his shoulder. 
And John testified, saying, I have seen the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven, and he remained upon him. You know, over the years, uh, when I was young in college, I used to raise doves. Most of you know this. And I used to raise white doves. And I had, um, and, and I don't know if you know this, but doves are mates for life. And I had this uh, Solomon and his lady. I had a cage out on my porch, and, and, um, and they had many little babies. But I used to love to walk around my apartment with, with Solomon or lady on my shoulder. And, uh, and, and when you're walking with a dove on your shoulder, there's one thing you've got to remember. They are very, very skittish. Quick moves, loud you know, sounds, or anything that is just quick, they'll get scared and they'll fly away. And so in that, every move that I would make in my apartment, I had to make with the dove in mind. I had to make sure that I protected the dove. I had to make sure that I protected him from getting spooked or scared. But just walking very calmly, just speaking just very nicely, the dove would stay on my shoulder. And in that, hosting the presence of God in your life is like walking with the dove on your shoulder. You need to protect the Holy Spirit. You need to watch over the Holy Spirit. You need to give attention to the Holy Spirit. You need to be mindful that he's there. And there's the desire within your heart that everything you do in life is, is being done with the Holy Spirit in mind. But you know, there's a tension between two realities that we have on this earth. The scripture says that the Spirit has been given to us without measure. Without measure. Yet, and this measure we can enjoy on a daily basis. But the measure that the Lord uh, releases in our life or that he entrusts us with is the measure that we are jealously guarding or being mindful of. You need to protect the presence of the Lord in your life. There's things within our lives that we give ourselves to our thought life that just can, can disconnect us from the awareness of God's presence, our own personal sin. Or if you're giving yourself to a life of fear and doubt and unbelief, if there's aspects of your life that are not honoring the presence of the Holy Spirit, the measure that is entrusted to you is the measure that you're willing to guard and protect. He'll give you more, but he wants you to guard it. He wants you to protect it. He wants you to watch over it. But being in his presence, it really is a choice. We have an opportunity to walk daily, hourly, in the presence of Almighty God. 
Recently I read in Jesus Calling devotional. Anybody read that devotional? I love that devotional. Every, every, every day. I just love reading that devotional. This is what it said. Each moment you can choose to practice his presence or you can practice the presence of problems. Is that not true? Practice the presence or practice the presence of problems. It's our choice. But the truth is that nothing can separate us from the love of God. There's nothing. Paul says, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, when the disciples asked the Lord, how do I pray? How do we pray? He instructed them real simply. He said, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. We are praying God's kingdom to come upon us and to be in us, which consists of three things. Paul says this, the kingdom of God in Romans 14, 17 is not eating or drinking, but the kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So when you're inviting God's kingdom, his presence into your life daily, the three things that you're watching out for is, number one, are you obeying God's word in your life? Are you walking rightly with him? Is your life giving honor to the word of God in your own personal life? Is it a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path? Secondly, is your life full of the peace of the Lord Jesus? Is your life one in which is governed by peace and not by problems? Peace is such an incredible thing to have on a daily basis. And when you lose the peace, that needs to be an indicator within you somewhere. Look under the hood of your life and make sure that you've not gotten disconnected from God's presence. Where's the problem? If there's no peace, the problem has become the dominant thing in your life. Get to the root, get it out, and get connected back in this peace. Secondly is the joy that we have in the Holy Spirit. If you're walking around always gloomy, down, upset, there's something wrong. If your life is not filled with joy, which is a supernatural thing, Jesus said, for the joy of the Lord, he endured the cross. Joy is a very supernatural aspect of being any believer. When these three things are not in order in your life, you're obeying God's word, you're in his peace, you're filled with the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, there's something within you that has gotten out of alignment. And you've got to make the adjustments to get back in his presence. 
So what do you do if you've lost God's presence? You know, the scripture says this. Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit, which was going to be given. And in John 7, he says something very interesting. He says, from your belly shall flow rivers of living water, signifying of the Spirit, which was getting ready to be given, because it hadn't been given yet to the disciples. I want you to picture this. Your belly has the residence of God Almighty, His presence. God's presence dwells within you. So from within you, there is a river that flows from you. And this flowing from you is the Holy Spirit. And it's not something that is to be dammed up. Debris cannot be in your river. So the question is, if you're not experiencing God's presence, there's some logs in your river that have dammed up. And there's things within you that God wants to remove. The debris that has gotten in your river, that has dammed it up, whatever that might be, if it might be fear, anxiety, well, I mean, you know, I've gotten to the point where I really don't want to watch the news anymore. I don't know about you. I, you know what? It's overrated. And watching the news and just all this going on. And then and it's just looking at the lives around us and what's going on. The reality is, is that continually there's, we're hearing of fear. We're hearing of worry. We're hearing of calamity. We've got to make sure that stuff can't get in our river. Because those are the very things that, that dam up the flow of God's spirit in your own personal life. So what do you do? Well, you repent. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me for falling into worry. Forgive me for, for uh, doubting that you were almighty God, able to do all things in my life. I'm just, I am so desiring to be uh, just so intentional with looking at my own life and saying, God, you said that you have given your spirit without measure. I don't want anything to hold back the presence of almighty God in my life. Something that I have the privilege of experiencing every day. Just as Adam walked in the cool of the day, we get the privilege of walking with our Father daily in His presence. So I want to encourage you today that if your sail is not being filled up by His Spirit and you're able to flow with Him each day, but you find your life kind of being more like a rowboat than a sailboat, it's time to make some changes. Because our lives are not to be pressure-driven, people-driven, problem-driven, but presence-driven. It is who we are. Scripture says in Romans, those that are led by the Spirit are what? 
the true sons of God. We are led by the Spirit. Who wants to walk with God every day in his presence? Who wants him to fill you up to overflowing? Who wants their sail to be so full that you're just gliding on top of the water and going places where you've never gone before? I believe it's time that we really make some honest assessments about our spiritual lives. Because today is the day in which we, the body of Christ, are to rise up in the fullness and in the power of the Holy Spirit like never before. Where really even the activity of God around us would be so dynamic that people's lives were being changed. I hunger for that and I desire for that. But most importantly, I want to stay connected with Jesus. I want to fall in love with him. It is a love relationship that we have with Christ. It is not a duty-filled relationship, but a love relationship. And I want to encourage you this day. You know, if you're like, you know what? I am, I am so tired. I am so stressed out. I just want to make a recommitment to the Lord. I just want to just open up my sail and say, Holy Spirit, come and fill me up. Forgive me where I've tried to fill my lives with all of the activity and all of the problems and not you. It's a new day, church. It is a new day that we walk in the power of the Holy Spirit, that we will lay our hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's not maybe, they shall recover. So if that's you, I want you to stand with me. If you want to live a presence-driven life, I want you to stand. If you want to be led by him and not by any other, I want you to stand. Can I have the worship team come on up? Is Daniel here? All right. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that, Lord, you would make it clear to each and every one here that, Lord, if there is debris, if there are logs, if there are things in each and every one's river that are clogging the flow, I'm asking that you would bring it to their mind right now. Lord Jesus, I ask that you bring to their attention those things that have become more important than staying connected with you. I ask, Holy Spirit, right now that you would begin to excavate, remove, take out those things, Lord. Lord, I ask right now that you would bring the gift of repentance, for it is your kindness that leads us to repentance. And Lord, I ask right now that, Lord, your forgiveness would just flow in this house because, Lord, your word says, if we confess our sin, you are faithful and just to forgive us 
and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So, Lord, I'm asking right now that you would just cleanse us as a people. For, Lord, we just desire to walk with you all the days of our life until we see you face to face. And until then, Lord, we're going to walk in communion with you, holding your hand, knowing that all is well because you're with us. And, Lord, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to King of Glory's Sermon of the Week. Connect with us on Instagram at KOG underscore Asheville and on Facebook at facebook.com slash KOG Asheville.